0: Thank you for tuning in to the Grace for Purpose podcast, where we are connecting you with the resources and motivation you need to fulfill and protect your purpose. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Grace for Purpose podcast. I have a super special guest here tonight, Ms. Vanessa Hernandez. And we're going to dive a little into her book and all about going from an entrepreneur to an authorpreneur. Um, So Vanessa, I connected with her via social media on Instagram. Um, She is an author and she's written, you've written two books so far, correct?
1: Two books so far,
0: yeah. All right. All right, Vanessa, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, well, thank you for having me on your show. I'm so happy to be a part of this project. I love all things that are just self-made and um and created so my name is Vanessa Hernandez and I am a independent author I have two books published um it's a series with a third part that I'm currently writing um I also work full time I have a career that I work and um as an association manager so I've been doing that for about six or seven years and um through that I just wanted to you dedicate so much especially when you have this uh this position that takes so much from you and takes so much time and energy. And I really started to notice my talent behind what I was doing and contributing to their company. And although I was getting the accolades and acknowledge, it, it, it further made me realize that I'm putting so much into this that I can be also putting in for myself. And that's why I turned to making my writing more of a, um, of a, of a hopefully an income-based earning. To be able to do it and put all my energy into it. Definitely. And you touched on something because
0: I still work full time. <laughs> I run <laughs> my publishing company and then I'm an author as well. So I get it as far as wanting to try and just put yourself out there and really become an entrepreneur, especially if it's something that you're passionate about. So, when yeah. did you realize that you had a passion for writing?
1: Well, I did poetry when I was really young, so I think around sixth grade, my first poetry book was the Tupac book, How to Raise, How to Grow a Rose, and somebody gave it to my mom, um, How to Grow a Rose from a Concrete, and then she gave it to me, and the way it was written, the way, like, it had the hand notes in it, mm-hmm. and it was so original, I was just like, I want to do a book just like that, like, with my natural handwriting and my natural writing, so I started, after that, writing and just getting into poetry, um, I always like to be, I always like to write. I always at work get complimented on my emails for my writing. Um, so it, it's just always been something that I've, that I pursued. It wasn't until I turned 30 when I said, okay, no, I'm going to try to make this uh, a, a profession change. I want to change my profession. Um, I started actually first looking online to see if I can get like a writing gig. Okay. And then when I've seen that there were a lot of writing, nobody really hiring for writing gigs or anything like that, I thought, all right, well, I'm going to have to create my own gig. And, um, and I decided that I'm just going to write a story. Definitely, definitely. So you said that you liked writing
0: poetry. Is that something that you still enjoy doing?
1: I still write poetry. I have about two or three poems. Um, okay. The most recent poems are about my series. So it's based about my main character. And... Um, and I've wrote I've written poems for like family members for like weddings and um vows and okay. things like that. So I, I guess I'm just really good with words. Yeah. And um and like if somebody can just describe to me what they're trying to say, I mean, I still when writing poetry, I will look up like words that rhyme or definitions of words just because it rhyme to see if it fits and things like that. Um, so it's not like completely off the top of the head. I always have sure. to sometimes do some research with it, but but yeah, a poetry, I still do. I still dab in. I post on my Instagram sometimes the poems I write for my book. But, um, <clears throat> and I thought about maybe one day doing a full poetry book. But poetry gonna is a little my more personal. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it's a <laughs> little yeah, more personal. You know, even what I write for other people is pretty personal for them. Mm. So I don't have anything out there that I would just without like airing my childhood or airing, yeah. you know, my, you know, my pain. That's, that's okay. where, even though there are authors who do it, yeah. Um, uh, this, this this is one on Instagram her name is Jessica I, uh, I don't know her last name but um, she I did a live with her and her poetry was just so passionate um, okay. but it, it really so and so again yeah, it's, it's it, and that's a whole nother beast right poetry spoken word uh, open mics mm-hmm. uh, it's a home it's a it's its own industry Definitely. so I, I love the industry I support the industry I don't think I could stand up there with them. Okay. <laughs> but
0: um, <laughs> it's too but personal I think, for you. Right. I get it. Definitely understand. Yeah.
1: So tell us a little bit about your journey
0: to becoming a published author. You kind of mentioned, you know, wanting to create that income for yourself and just, you know, building your own brand outside of your regular job.
1: Yeah, so I really I really took it as a as a job. I really took it on as a responsibility, uh, as mm-hmm. a commitment. Um, I know a lot of people write for passion and they don't care if they ever sell it and true deep down, you know, I'm so proud of it that I wouldn't care either if anybody bought it at this point because I put it together and I loved it, but I went into it. Like, I want to make an income off of this. I want to write books. I want to sell books and I want to travel and I want to encourage others to write books and sell books and all the different, because there's so many, um, levels to making an income by being an author. There's being a speaker, there's being a coach. Um, so there, there's, so I started exploring all those avenues Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I'm really going to try to make a a full-time career out of that. And it's not to be rich or, or, or earn a lot of money. I'd be fine if I can match my salary and, um, through writing to me, that's, that, that's success to me. If I can live comfortably just the way I'm living today. Right. Off my writing, I would need no more in life. Right. Um, so th- that's, that's the, the, where I'm trying to, uh, where okay. I'm trying to reach.
0: Okay. And that's because you're passionate about it. So imagine being able to earn an income from what you're passionate about. I mean, that's what it's about in life. So your writing is fit. You write fiction books. So mine is a yes. little bit different. I'm a nonfiction author. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you start with nonfiction nonfiction writing, and then has your personal life had any influence on your characters in your book?
1: Oh, most definitely. So when I, when I decided like, I'm going to write this fiction story, I wanted to create like a woman that's like the epitome of what I want to be as far as a hustler, a survivor, um, a, a woman's strength, um, her perseverance. I wanted to give her a lot of what I lacked and then a lot of what I carried with me. And um, so I first started this story just by like creating the character Inez. I kind of put her visual in my head, put everything I wanted her to be as far as her sexuality, her personality, mm-hmm. her sarcasm. I, I just created this woman to, to be what I desired okay. and um, either to be or, or what I wanted women to, you know, hate on and what I wanted men to be with, wanted to be with. And I kind of just put that all together. And then once I created her, and I started to outline, um, well, my, my main thing was I wanted her to be a hustler. So I wanted, I wanted to really, because I wanted to write something that would inspire without being like a, a self-help book. Okay. But I, I wanted to give you that feel when you put it down, like I can do what she did because what she did is realistic, although this is a fiction story. Okay. So um, I started looking for avenues of, of ways of hustling besides the obvious illegal of selling drugs or doing yeah. poker or, or things like that. So um, I discovered an industry of exporting and which I didn't know much about. So I started to do research on and exporting is a real industry and um, BMWs and certain brands like Hyundai and BMWs and Ford over here a 50, $60,000 car in Australia or China is 300,000 uh, and better. Um, so, and it's just a, you know, a buy and a flip. So uh, you could just literally buy cash and sell and there's 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 levels to it to make mm-hmm. it legal, because when you buy certain cars, especially when you buy them cash, you're supposed to acknowledge that you're not going to export it. If you are going to export, it, you have to own it for a certain amount of time and things like that. But with anything, there's corners you can cut and there's things you can do. And um, that's kind of what she gets into. So she falls into this industry. And um, and so that industry is what I put her in. And I kind of equated it with poker, like running poker games is absolutely free. But if you take from the house, you've not broken a law. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and if the right people find out, now your whole poker gamble room, you know, really could be under investigation because there's, you know, money laundering going on to an extent. So I wanted to put her in a realm that may perceive as what she's doing is as, as illegal, but may not. And you okay. really have to read the story to know, is no. she really getting her hands dirty or is she playing it safe? the best way you can but because when a reader doesn't really know much about the industry um you're you're learning as you go and and Mm -hmm. you're learning with her because she's learning too so um so that's really what I wanted to create I wanted to create you know something that will leave you guessing um something that was definitely motivating coming from nothing to really uh obtaining everything you ever wanted and realizing like in most cases it's never enough Mm
0: -hmm. it's never
1: enough it's never enough so for her it never becomes enough until um, she rises and she falls. And, and her, um, her mistakes are just, some of them were just, um, you know, ridiculous mistakes. Some of them were, um, you know, anyone could have made that mistake. And I got a lot of feedback from a lot of readers that were frustrated with her. And I wanted to make her a, a ditzy, you know, because one thing that, one advice that I always give and no matter what industry you're gonna be in is you have to learn your industry. Definitely. you know even if That's my, important yeah yeah if my even if my daughter told me today you know that she wanted to be a psychiatrist i would tell her we'll start studying the different now what right. why would you not start? So you know you want to be this right now start studying the different elements of mental illness and different therapies and and Definitely. from you know motor you know from motor to mental to verbal and and so i wanted to you you see that in this story where she's okay. actually learning what she's trying to do so I, I feel like it's a self-help book without being right one. right the different... showing you what yeah. what she has to do it's it's really breaking down how she gets into this industry it's not just oh she wanted to export mm-hmm. boom now she's exporting there was really she's elements learning. that she got to build that and and you get to see her learning and and a man i tell you if i ever meet somebody that has that type of investment i have a, a, a plan uh, a business plan drawn out, give me $60,000. <laughs> I know what to do with it. You can make it back.
0: <laughs> Good. So you really took time to learn about the industry that your character was going to be in. So that's important. Yeah. I mean, that's relatable to real life. Like you said, you would tell your daughter, if this is the career path that you want to take, then you need to do the research. And it's the same thing with us being authors. Like you said, it's such a wide um, industry. So you have to research what you're doing. It's so important. So how did
1: you, well, tell us, what's the title of your series? So the title of my series is Uncharted Fright. Okay. And it's um, on the book cover. I try to, um, it's a weird title. I would consider my book fiction. And I'd also consider, I mean, fiction, women's fiction, drama. I'd also okay. consider it urban. Um, it's based out of Jersey City, New Jersey. So it has the elements of Jersey and New York and PA. Um, okay. So I wanted to keep the element of it, but I wanted it to not be the predictable standard, you know, urban cover, urban background. To see if I could try to reach a wider version okay. off of Eye on the Shelf. That so um, I went with a so I, I cho- chose Uncharted Freight as the title, mm-hmm. and in the background is a boat because she exports her cars, and on the um, on the G is her keys, the car keys. So I tried to keep it to the element of what the base of the book was generically about which is her it's her hustle to exporting her love life her family life her her personal life is all intertwined there but the main point of of her story is her career okay
0: that's awesome like you said so it's fiction but it's also self-help so you can kind of pitch it in two different ways so I like it'll definitely
1: give you the feels it'll definitely Mm -hmm. give you the feels of. Damn, you know she really, she really built that. You mm-hmm. want you really watch her building. I try to keep all the elements of, of everything she went sure. through, and I did that by reading a lot. I read a lot of other exporter experience. There's a lot of people who try to export that get arrested. There's a lot of people okay. who try to export that get charged. Mm. Um, there's people who export successfully who they've tried to charge and have been acquitted. So it's kind of it's a thing. It's a real thing. So I try to take bits and pieces from all these horror stories that I've heard. Okay, create and and create her mistakes in in upcoming with it.
0: Sure. Okay. And that's another point, like with anything that you do in life, if you don't do it the right way. Yeah, there are repercussions to have. So you can learn that from her story as well. It Sounds like so what publishing route did you go um, to publish your book? Did you do traditional publishing through a publishing company, self publish or a hybrid publisher?
1: I did through Amazon. Okay. Self-publishing so through Amazon. Now, for a while, I never pitched my story to anyone, but mm-hmm. I was researching publishers to see how that how that works. And through just Google, I found KDP mm-hmm. publishing. And it was actually fairly simple with just, like, uploading everything. And um, I played around with it a little bit, and I just... Um, and yeah, and I just figured it out. And I was like, oh, this okay. is, I had trouble with the formatting and with the getting everything sized, one person doing your cover, one person doing your manuscript. It makes yeah. it a little difficult, but self publish I mean, and, and if, and I recently read actually that, um, in 2020 over, I think it was, uh, over 500 to 600 people earned, um, six figures with self-publishing books on Amazon. You can do and, it. um thousands of others have made fifty to $80,000 on you Amazon can, just in 2020 alone.
0: Yeah, you can definitely do it. The marketing, um, because when you're self-publishing, you do pretty much everything yourself. Everything. So, uh, Grace for Purpose uh, Publishing Company, we're a hybrid publishing company. So we help authors who maybe don't have the time to publish their book or find someone to do their cover for them or know how to format we help you do that but you get to keep your royalties like you said there's so much money to be made with it but you do have to do some behind the scene work as far as like getting your book out there and I've seen that that's something that you definitely do on your Instagram um social media platforms you do the work every single day I'm seeing you post something about your book and so that's so important
1: I, I really try, and I've, I joined other industries to mm-hmm. learn. For example, I started to do this multi-level marketing okay. um, business. Uh, it's a hair product company, a skin product company named Monet. And uh, when they approached me to do this uh, multi-level marketing, I'm like, I don't want to build a team. And I'm doing writing, and I work full-time, and it's a little too much. But she pitched me on you're, you you don't understand the value in the training you're going to receive alone. Mm-hmm. So you're going to use these products. They're going to benefit you um, personally. And then you're going to receive trainings that are going to help you in what you're trying to achieve. And and I started on, I joined on, I started using the products and I started taking the trainings. And I've learned so much about hashtags, about posting, you know, right. the obvious al- algorithm and things of that nature. But um, I actually put in place um, some of the things that I've learned and I use them every day. Another thing I utilize to do my marketing is webinars. Whenever mm-hmm. all I've taken maybe over a dozen since January webinars from independent coaching companies, whenever they put out a free webinar, if it pops up in my sponsor, I click it, I sign up, I take the hour, I watch the webinar, I take the notes Definitely. and I learned something. It's just like an hour of my time, 45 minutes of my time. And I'm, I always catch gems. So I really, besides just posting, I'm, I'm, I'm taking learning. the webinars, I'm, I'm doing the, um, the evening trainings that the multi-level marketing does. They get on these service calls at night and things of that nature. Okay. And, um, and I, I'm really like diving into it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. But, but it's nice that, you know, when you reach out to me and other, you know, elements reach out to me and it makes me feel like, you know, I'm, I am being seen and this is Definitely. happening. Yeah. And it, it, it is working and it's just all. It's all just in due time. Mm -hmm. It's all a part of the process.
0: You just have to
1: trust the process and continue to be
0: a student of your, of your game, of the game that you're playing. You know what I mean? So taking those classes, um, that is really, really important. And one thing that I wanted to just mention with you doing the multi-level marketing, you can build your network that way and people don't realize, you know, so you're doing this, so you're going to meet so many different people within that network that you're going to be able to share, hey, I'm an author. I write mm-hmm. books and they may want to go ahead and purchase it. So just networking,
1: keep continuing. No, Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I've met a lot of girls that instantly bought my book as soon as they found out when I joined the right. team. And still when I collab with more girls that are on other teams but selling the same stuff, um when they see my page, most, I don't, I don't, I don't post about my level, my level. Okay. I, I literally use it for the trainings okay. and, um, I use it for the trainings and, and I use it for the traffic, right. but I, I mean, I make my sales cause I have my clients and most of my clients are repetitive. So mm-hmm. really early on, I signed on a bunch of clients and they go in there, and they make the purchases every month. So I'm even still making my residual income, okay. Um, I have a team of girls that are underneath me that just because of how they see me work, wanted to work with me. And you can't get recruits in, in, I mean, through opening, like what you, what you do is a hybrid, um, a hybrid publishing company, that aspect, you can get clients and you can build, you know, in, in, when you're just an independent author, I really don't, you know, so. Um, so it's helped in that nature. Them just wanting to sell hair products with me just because the way they see I sell books. Definitely. Um, so it it has been it has been an experience, and I do have a, a great team of girls, most mainly women. But, okay. Um, That's another awesome. aspect I took with marketing was I started to um, send messages to celebrities. I started to just so celebrities and just say, listen, you know, I'm hungry. I'm motivated. I'm writing every day. I got this book out there everyone has loved it Mm -hmm. and you know let's see if you do and if you're not interested maybe somebody on your team anybody the guy that cleans your floor you know if you want to give them a gift on christmas message me back i'll send you a book to gift them or whoever Mm -hmm. just i'm you know i just trying to get that acknowledgement to see if if they don't see me for the talent they see me for my hustle right and right and and hope that maybe somewhere i'll get put in front of the right person or offered you know some kind of platform definitely um, but that's something I encourage a lot of people to do because they're out there. And most of these celebrities get dumb messages that it's criticizing them, right. criticizing their life, criticizing their choices. So just to get somebody to come to them and say, listen, I'm just inspired by you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to uh, just trying to see you're around talent every day. These people, they see talent every day. They shake hands of thousands. They 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 interview, they audition and um so it's nice just to say, hey, I see what you do and I know you got an eye for it. You have a niche for it yourself. Do you see talent in me? Definitely. And, and, and I've gotten some responses and I've gotten some books out there and I've had some conversations um, with some reality, mostly reality show um, mostly reality show stars, but they've absolutely have given me their feedback or have passed me on or sent messages on my behalf. I have one um, wife from a reality TV show on Lifetime married at first sight. and She's constantly um, inboxing uh, Reese Witherspoon for me. So she sends me a screenshot every time she does it. So, um, like people, they, when you want for yourself, people want more for you too. It's not always, they see you doing good and they hate on you. I know that's a lot of the perception of what gets put out there. It's always haters. That's why I hate resharing things about haters. I hate resharing things about, um what you have and what somebody doesn't have or what you're doing what somebody else is not doing Mm -hmm. it's just not the energy you know yeah you shouldn't put that energy
0: towards negativity right that's
1: good when they see you doing it they want to do it
0: too they want to do it with you or they want to do it like you and that's just a compliment so right it's more people that want you to win than there are people that want you to fail so you just have to put the energy in the right put it in the right direction. So it really does sound like social media has helped you to build your platform as an author, which is amazing. So with this algorithm, however you say that word, (laughs) it Mm -hmm. is crazy. So how has that hindered you? Um, Do you feel like that's hindered you at all with building your platform?
1: And how have you overcome that challenge? So I just started to be a little strategic. I learned how to use hashtags, which that matters. You're never supposed to use the hashtag that says 5 million or mm. 1.5 million. And typically everyone clicks the one with the most. Yeah. So you wanna change it up or, or pick the ones below it that are like 30,000 or 5,000 or 1,000 are the really good ones because that's some that if you have a little bit of traffic, when somebody searches that you'll pop up at the top. So I learned how to use hashtags better. And, um, one, another thing I started to do, which I have noticed an increase in my social media. So for example, I would post something funny and random and get like 40 likes or, and then I'd post something about my book and get six likes. So, um, but I noticed that when, when, um, how I'm posting. So what I'll do is if I post something, I started to make sure I find funny or interesting things. So if I post something funny and I see the likes, even just in that moment, this, in the few minutes, get to like six, seven, eight, I'll throw my book in there right away. So oh. I'll post back to back with my book. And then you start popping up back to on, back on news feeds. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've noticed that over time i haven't been getting like less than 10 or 11 likes on even about my book it's always like 10 or better when before it was two like three. okay so, so growth. even though 10 is not a lot yeah even though 10 obviously 10 is not a lot right you are hundreds and thousands but but coming but i'm seeing growth that I, instead of getting one like on a book or my a post to my book or two likes post to my book i'm getting like 10 or better and on my funny ones i'm getting up to like 30 or 40 now when i was mm. only getting like 23 and 20. so the engagement is definitely growing Another thing I do is I try to watch stories of others, not others that I follow, others that are hashtags. So I'll follow a hashtag, I'll follow the stories in it, and I interact, even if it's putting a heart, putting a 100, putting a something. And they usually interact back or they click on your page. We can see our insights of how many page clicks we get. Yes. So um, I watch that daily. So I just try to, I mean, but it is like, it's a whole, like, it's a whole job, right? So I wish I had someone that like 100% like, listen, I'm going to run your Instagram for you. I'm going to post, I'm going to watch, I'm going to do this. You just pump these books out like never Mm -hmm. before let me handle this social media thing and together we would but it's not it's it's, it's, it's coming just keep band. doing what you're doing yeah. it's
0: coming because you you have that hustle you have that determination to make it happen so just keep on that path that you're on and it's good that you're able to track your growth you see you saw where you were getting only one or two and now that's increasing so just keep. Yeah, it's it's doing post with intent. Doing.
1: Definitely, definitely want to post with intent. Right. Well, probably with what's going on, whatever month it is. I always mm-hmm. try to look up what month this is. Is it, is it hair loss month? Is it cancer month? Is yeah. it what can't which cancer month it is and just try to be just strategic and and try to know know your audience definitely definitely. but i I don't do the reels the reels is something that's really big that girls are killing it i haven't been able to (laughs) go over into that realm yet of the voiceovers and the things and the dancing yeah well yeah i don't see i don't see i mean i dance i dance in my house because i watch it so much my husband's like are you getting ready to start like and i'm just like no it's just like it gets addicting when you're like with the Watching it <laughs> like I, I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I just don't know I want to record myself doing it. So um, but it's oh, fun, man. it's fun to watch, it's it's hard. I, I watch um a good Instagram page is jumping jack tax. This okay. is an individual it's from Philadelphia PA, and he started with just like cleaning floors, and um now he has a whole tax enterprise and he has a mascot and everything, and he manifests being you know the next um HR block. And, and he's on there. I, I know. Okay. Up. Yeah. I yeah. know who you're talking about. Um, I forget the lady's
0: name that he's married to. Oh
1: D- yeah. Dana, her, okay. her name is Dana and she has a skincare line too. And, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of like, I, I watch them and that's kind of what I, when I follow pages, it looks like I have little followers. It has nothing to do with me trying to have less followers than I receive. Yeah. It's really so is that I don't, I, I need to follow people who are doing things. because I only want to do things so if someone's just you know just on there and and most of the funny stuff people reshare anyway so I don't do like the shade room or I don't do a lot of mm. blog sites. I don't do a lot of just clutter. I You're just checking, want the, content. Yeah. checking the content, Definitely checking your content. The minute I see something that doesn't, that doesn't serve me, I immediately take it off. I'm like, that's Definitely. just, you know, yeah. some, sometimes even if it makes me laugh, I'm just like, oh, but if I see a pattern of this is all that it is, I, I want to see people that are moving, that right, are doing things, right. that are creating. I want to encourage my kids to be entrepreneurs you know, um, even if they want to pursue an education, like mm-hmm. still, so if you want to be a therapist, it's something my daughter touches on is being a therapist, you know, but you're also folk zone zoning on business class. So right. when you're coming out of college, you're working on getting your own firm right. um, at the right. same time. Definitely. So, uh, so that's kind of just like my course of, okay. of life is just,
0: sure in a hustler definitely understand
1: so other than
0: social media what other ways do you promote your books
1: well i social media has been really the only way other than like sometimes the people that i talk to um i i tell myself all the time like i wish i can i can pitch my book to anyone i meet eyes with so like Mm -hmm. in the grocery store somebody in front of me when they turn around like hey do you like to read you know, like, and I wish I had that 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 confidence just to bring it up to anybody. I'm sure. kind of working up to that, um, but so for right now, it's just social media, it's just DMs. I haven't even learned ads yet. I haven't paid for ads yet, so okay. I have no advice on that side of the industry, even though I know people who are really successful with ads. Right. Um, I have a pet peeve of of authors who sell their books for like 99 cents or like 4.99. I wish we could have like a movement that we all just like would stop doing that. So the, e-books? Think... Mm-hmm. the eBooks. The yeah, ebooks. Okay. E- <laughs> yeah. E- yeah. The eBooks. Yeah. The eBooks for 99 cents or yeah. E- Cause even my eBook, I think I have it for $10 or better, but I just think we put time and we put money and we put energy and people love reading. They would pay. They, they pay to go see yeah. the movies in the theater um, and they would pay. And, um, but if everyone did it, but if you have hundreds of thousands of books for 99 cents to choose from, why would you choose, you know, that's how you're uh, right. I get it. Yeah. So I think if everybody came together, had a movement, everybody picked up and added more value to it. But, Mm -hmm. but but I understand too, it's a tough, it's a tough industry. Uh, A girl who works out, I was trying to encourage her to do her own platform of working out because she was coaching me off the sideline. You should have more, you know, and you should have more people under you and doing this and following you. And she's like, Oh, well, it's just too much competition. I'm like, I'm an author. Like, I'm up against the masses. Like, are you kidding me? Competition and workout? Yeah. Like, I, there's competition in my industry, but I, I feel like I'm still, I'm still in the game. Definitely, you, know? you have so, to stay
0: um, in the game. Sure. Yeah. There's this analogy. I don't know if you saw the meme. It's in a grocery store and they're on the bread aisle. And I love this analogy. They're on the bread aisle and they take a picture of all the different types of breads. There are so mm-hmm. many. So what makes us think yeah. that we can't be in the same field as other people just because there is so much competition? We have to find yeah. out what makes you unique, what makes yeah. your brand unique, and then go from there. Anybody can do it. If that's something yeah. that you're passionate about doing, you can do it.
1: And, and I think ha- and I think, talent is only half of it mm-hmm. because we hear, we hear uh, uh, people who have beautiful voices and who can sing Mariah Carey under the table. Mm-hmm. But they go to work every day. They don't record. They don't push them yes. themselves to do it. To them, it's fun, or they sing for their friends or at a party. But they wouldn't pursue it as a career. So, but somebody who sang less than great than that person is is selling records, you know. Definitely. And it's and it's because it, the talent is only the half of it. You need the hustle. You need to be able to work. You need to be able to work right. it. And it's definitely. I want like my plan is in the really. really future okay all
0: right so have you found any limitations to spread an awareness about your book and if you have how did you overcome those challenges?
1: yeah so I, every day I think I discover limitations based on you know reach outs that don't get responded to or, Um, I haven't tried ads yet, but even the free ads and the free posting, um, or pitching it to people, not always resulting in purchases. Mm. So those have really been the limitations. I think there's so just, there's so much more to learn. Um, ads I know have been big, like Dana, like you mentioned, the jumping jack tax uh, brand, they've utilized ads. They've been very vocal about that. A lot of brands have utilized ads. So, um, that's been my limitation right now is not wanting to invest more money. Sure. Um, trying to make my own content, try to learn the posting feeds on my own.
0: Okay. And so that's how I'm
1: trying to overcome it. Just still trying to get to a point of financial, um, you know, uh, profit to where I say, yeah, I can reinvest and reinvest and reinvest, but I'm trying to, uh, see what I can do on my own and also teach others definitely to help me learn more definitely
0: and so one thing you mentioned um, being like being in the store and being able to pitch your book to anybody so I, I saw on a Facebook group that I follow for authors and the lady wears a shirt and on the back it says ask me about my book so I thought that was something very unique because you'd be surprised how many people may come up to you and ask you about your book. And if you got your tote bag with your book in hand, there you go. That's a, mm-hmm. a very unique way to, you know, just on the spot, letting yeah. somebody know about your book.
1: <laughs> try to grab people and events and try to and do events. I wanted to, I'm currently in the midst of hosting a book tour. Good. So I got a, a bunch of cities with libraries who they don't let you do direct sales, but they mm-hmm. let you host an event. Um, with light refreshments so I okay. just wanted to go to different cities in the libraries and host this event and maybe hit this you know the morning of ha- hand out some flyers in the area to the early birds that are out shopping and try to get them over and see if we can have a tour in different cities so I have about four cities set up already but they're okay. all in the Orlando area and um, three of them I set up and one was the state farm new state farm office that's opening up that okay. I work on Instagram reached out to me and said we're having we're opening up our new office and we want to host an event and we want you to be um the guest if you would be the guest and do a book reading and a book signing.
0: Awesome. So um, I have one
1: going there but so that's kind of what I'm going into uh is doing doing events, which is hard. <laughs> it's, it's it's nerve-wracking because you're like what if nobody shows up or what if you know you're there alone, but um but I think it's all part of the process. It's so a part of the process. Yeah, it's part of something they have to have so I chose to try to do book events instead of you know approaching strangers even though sometimes I want to or in the airport yeah. when I travel and I see them reading mm-hmm. um I've left my book in a couple airports just I there, like, okay. there like pick me up you know things like that so um and uh and yeah we, we've donated books to a couple of uh, jails Okay. So um Good because it, my book it's a crime it's a crime fiction and they, the second book is a trial so we sent it out to a couple jails and um donated it to a couple libraries. Okay. So that that's also the thing is is just trying to you know you can read write a book but if nobody knows you did mm-hmm. you know nobody's looking for it. Yeah, you have to
0: do the groundwork to get your book out there. It's not going to sell itself. So how do you find the balance between having a family being an author? Entrepreneur and still work in a full time job.
1: Well, I guess I'm lucky because I work from home, but I've worked from home since 2017. Okay. So even pre COVID, I've I've always been working from home, um, and my children are older. I have two teenagers, so um, they're way less dependent upon me. They're more dependent upon each other. So I actually started to get, you know, bored and like what I need to fill this gap um, Mm -hmm. of even though we do, we hang out evenings and we hang out weekends, you know, they're in bed by 10, you know, the latest because of school and I'm, I'm up late. right So, um, so it's kind of, I don't sleep really. What the easy answer is, is I really don't sleep. I stay up really late. I build my content at night. I write at night. Sometimes my husband wakes up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm beating away at the keyboard. And he was like, are you kidding me? And somehow I still wake up the next morning, even though during the day I may feel tired. I always wake up refreshed. If I know I stayed up late writing, I wake up with a sense of with a sense of purpose. Sure. you know, like I did that. Now I have to do this. And um, but a lot of talent goes into what I do during the day. You know, I manage. You know, million dollar contracts. I have I have a 17 property portfolio when I manage um, like associate like, entire communities. So I do the pools, the parks, the playgrounds, the lakes, the ponds, okay. um, all the vendors that go into doing that, the pest control, you know, and um all the residents there and anything that they need to come from down to the dumbest complaints to the really important ones. There's a lot of legality behind it, how we have to run it and post notices and things of that nature. And I find myself like being, you know, a therapist to my to my clients, to my board members and to the homeowners and to the, you know, and managing the vendors and doing these projects. And I'm, I'm playing engineer today and I'm playing, you know, this today. And there's so much that goes into that during the day that most of the time I love what I do. You know, I do with a passion. I love what I do. But I feel like there's so much talent that I'm putting into running your business. And running this portfolio, that I could be running a publishing company, or I could be mm-hmm. running a coaching brand, or or a apparel, you know, selling other yeah. shirts or or whatever, you know. So, um, I, I think it's mainly be I I'm good at balancing it because I love what I do on both ends of the sure. Spectrum. Okay, I really do love my career, even though I'm ready to let it go, just because I feel like it doesn't deserve me. And I was recently told that I was my salary was capped you know, that I would have to receive another promotion in order to increase my salary at this point. Okay. And I thought just the way they wrote it, you know, like, like you're, you know, you're not able to, you know, make anything more than this because of, unless you, and I thought, you know, how can you really tell me what I'm able to make? Like, that sounds insane to me that you were able to say, this is your, this is as much as you right. can make. Right, right. And, and, and that's when I really thought I gotta, I gotta get out of this. I gotta yeah. get out of them being able to limit what I can do because we know as entrepreneurs we could make two hundred dollars a day, we could make twenty dollars a day, and we could make ten thousand dollars a <laughs> exactly. day. Exactly, it's really what right. we put into it to what we can make out of it, and right. there's no cap there depending right. on what kind of work you do, so or what you're willing to do, but. Yeah.
0: So some, for but, someone to tell you that there's a cap on something that you do well, it's like, okay, let me just go ahead yeah. and start redirecting my energy into doing my own thing, building my own brand. I get it.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that's, so that's how I balance it. Cause I really do love it. I love both. I love everything. What I do. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, there's, there's limits, you know, there's limits sure. to corporate. It's just the court. It's just the corporate world, but I've, I've seen now every aspect of it. I worked corporate, I worked retail, I've worked mom and pop and now I've worked for myself. My husband has two businesses of his own. My husband is a full-time entrepreneur um, with two of his businesses that I, you know, I help him with his too. And I envy that, you know, and I want to be that too. I want to be where he is just, you know, being able to call all his own shots and have his own employees. um, So that's the avenue I hope for our whole family. But but corporate does, you know, they, they do pay the bills. They do give you the experience and the training. I was able to join my career with no education. I went to high school. I didn't go to college. You know, I, I do earn, you know, a, a very good salary. So they do pay me well and they do acknowledge me, but, but they, they cap me. Right, right.
0: And you're passionate about writing. So it's like, what can I do to take off with that? So I definitely understand. So you mentioned you do have uh, some upcoming events going on, you're going to do a book tour. And you're also going to be doing a book
1: reading and a book sign in. So do you have some dates for those? Yeah, so I don't. Everything I have a bookstore that I'm going to be doing, um, a signing in in September. Okay. Um, everything is going to be so the, my first book reading assigning is going to be in Sanford, Florida, and it's going to be August 28th. Um, I'm going to Virginia on the 29th, and we're going to be doing just a picture and a donating of a book to a North Folk um, library for okay. the navies over there and um and going to try to donate more than one book but we're going to go over there and donate some books to the library that the navy uses and, um, the troops over there. And then we're going to do, um, then I come back and we'll do a couple, but everything is going to start in September. Okay. So on my website, I'm going to have some tour dates and I wanted to make it look like, you know, when they're like, when, when Beyonce is going on tour and she has all her dates and stuff, I envision having that flyer with all my dates in my location. Definitely. So we're do kind it. of putting all that together now. So, um, Definitely. but I'm reaching out to everybody, myself, couple, the bookstore reached out to me, the Santa, the, the state farm office reached out to me, which is pretty cool because I message people all day. So it's nice that others are seeing me. Definitely. And, um, yeah, and yeah, and that's, that's going to be the new wave now trying to just do the events and put people out there, you know, cost you a case of water, maybe some chips and, um, and a space, you know, to talk in. And I want to collaborate with others, sure. poets and writers and authors to maybe have bigger events. Definitely. Um, you know, so like scholastic for children. And that's why I really see my career going, doing all three events and book events and, and and hosting stuff and just like okay. just making an income from all these avenues. Definitely. It's
0: the the possibilities are endless there. So what advice um, if you had to give like two pieces of advice to an aspiring writer and an author, what would you tell them?
1: Uh, My first piece of advice would be just to write. Uh, Don't wait for inspiration. Don't wait for, um, for something magical to come over you. It's, you know, maybe depending on what you're trying to do, it could only be that, like sometimes poetry. It has to be really, you know, personal, in the mood, in the zen. But if you're trying to write a book, if you're trying to create something, just write it, just put it all down on paper, make it make no sense, um, if I have nothing to write about that day, I write about my day, I'll maybe turn somebody I interacted with into a fictional character. And I will spin, I like to do this. And it's I don't know, my husband says I'm weird for it. But I'll spin this the the, the situation. Um, like we had a situation at, a, um, at a, a car wash going into the car wash, I couldn't get my car steering right. And the guy that kept was getting so frustrated with me that I couldn't, you know, and kept backing me up and sure. I just couldn't get it right. I'm laughing at myself. He's getting frustrated. It was really and that night I, I spun that that scene to be completely different, you know. And um, but it was I had nothing else to write about but that funny thing that happened to me today. And I kind of just write that because you just want to always keep exactly. writing. You want to create a habit. It's a habit. You're creating mm-hmm. even with working out or anything of that nature. It's something that you have to do daily. It has to be a habit that you develop. So my first piece of advice is develop writing as a habit. Even if it's like mm-hmm. a dream, it, it's, it, you have to make it a habit. It has to be a lifestyle or it's always going to be a hobby. So if right. you want it to be, you know, just a hobby, like you paint on the weekends, which is fine too. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but if you're passionate about it, don't wait for the special fireworks of inspiration to come to you. Sure, write right about your day sometimes and it'll definitely come. And the second piece of advice is like, learn your industry, learn your industry, learn your marketing, yes. you know, learn your editors, learn your formatters, learn what they do, learn how they do it, what programs they use. I mean, you really want to get to the gritty of, of how every wheel is oiled. So you know what you're talking about. I, I see a lot with artists, rappers, and singers who get taken advantage of because they know how to get in the booth and make the music and mm-hmm. they don't know the other side of it. They don't right. know how the music is being sold, produced, created, uh, you know, given to DJs. They don't know what happens after um, they lay down their vocals. And, and, and that's, that's like, that's terrible. You need to know every aspect of what you're doing. Absolutely. So, you know, write Whether you feel inspired or not and learn your industry um, in, in all aspects of it. Definitely,
0: definitely do the work. Um, yeah, even consistent. if you're
1: hiring the help, even mm-hmm. if you're hiring the help. I mean, how can you properly manage somebody if you don't know what their job is? Exactly. You know, so you can you can hire an accountant, but to an extent, you have to understand what, what they're that doing. accountant is doing, how they're using the receipts, how they're booking the, the expenses. You have right. to understand that because you can't tell them they're doing something wrong if you don't even know what, what their responsibilities right. are, what their obligations are. So um, even if you're hiring the format or hiring the editor, you want to know what they're using, what's going on,
0: right, you know, definitely, definitely. That's one thing that I mentioned, actually, on my um, my Instagram, my publishing Instagram is know the industry, know what type of publishing companies that there are and see what is going to be best for you. Because honestly, when I started writing, I had no clue how I was going to publish my book you know, so I had to do the research, and then just what was financially feasible for me at that time was to self-publish, so that's how I did it, it was so much that went into it, and then I was working a full-time job at the same time, so it was like, I don't think that I really had the time to, to do all this, like, I have to find a graphic designer, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, so um, just research what you're going into, definitely, is some great advice, how can we buy
1: your books, um, I have it on my website and they also have it on um, Amazon. So on my website, I, and the, I only do my ebook on Amazon, but my paperback is on website. So I have it signed. You can get it on my website, a writersvibe.com And, um, a writer's vibe is a brand that I came up with that I just kind of stuck with. Um, the other night I, uh, to have two, two teenage, uh, three teenage kids and I, um, we were making custom notebooks and I asked my daughter, I said, what do you want on starting school? What do you want to put on your custom notebook? And she's like, oh, well, give me time. I got to look up. I got to find a good quote. And my son's like, yeah, you have to get into your writer's vibe. <laughs> so it's, it's been kind of, it's the kind of thing that we, that I created that I don't want to, um, that I want to hold on to. Oh, I don't know if I went out there for that. That I want to hold on to. So on my website of dot And um, you can buy it there and you can do Amazon. And I'm going to be hosting a workshop on the 27th of August. And it's an aspiring writer's workshop. And it's just the beginning stages of fiction writing. And it's my first time hosting this kind of workshop, although I've been a guest on other workshops. But um, I get messages a lot where people ask me like, I wanna write a book, I wanna write my story, I um, I wanna publish. And I find myself individually coaching. And though um, I I really right now don't have a desire for charging for coaching, I really Mm -hmm. just like putting my energy out there, especially the people who are, you know, really taking it in. But I thought I can be better time managing if I tried to do it as a group group. instead of one-on-one. So I'm hosting. um, So that you can also find on my website. If you sign up, you'll get a Zoom link. Um, this will air though, after that happens, but there'll be more to come because it's going to be eight workshops and we're doing once a month. Okay. So once this airs, we'll, we'll still have October. We'll still have November, December, okay. and go into next year, but, um, and whoever takes all eight of the workshops till the end and follows the, um, the guidance given and gets to a finished product will earn free editing from the editor who edited my books. Awesome. So, um, she's offered her services to, um, to a purse, to whoever, you know, we choose that does the, does the rinse the raffle of doing all the workshops and it's just to create awesome. more, create more creatives, encourage people to, you know, some people may want to write a book. Well, now we try to solve two problems for you. We can help encourage Definitely. you to write the book and we can help you get some editing for your book Definitely. and um, get started. There's so That's many good stories awesome. out there, be it fiction or nonfiction or even mm-hmm. self-help, um, that just, life is, is books. Yeah, oh, I definitely. Think way more definitely. than movies. Definitely.
0: It's just getting the information out there because so many people have stories that need to be told or, or written, but they just don't know where to start. So that's great information. So how
1: can we connect with you on social media? So I have, um, everything is a writer's vibe on, um, so it's Instagram, it's Facebook. Those are really the um, only two social medias I use besides my website. I haven't learned Twitter, um, Snapchat. It's only filters for me. So, um, so Instagram or, or Facebook or writers five, I post pretty frequently. I answer all my messages. I'm on there a lot. So, um, always reach out to me, talk to me, ask me questions or, and, and, and I, you may hear from me because if I see somebody who's doing something (laughs) or if I'm interested in what they're doing, I will reach out and say, Hey, i like that. I like that you said that. I like that you post that. Where did you get it from? What made you feel that way? I like to talk to people who teach me. And um, open, you know, spread my horizons because this is, you know, different world, different cultures, different. There's so many different experiences. Definitely, definitely. So,
0: definitely, what we can take away tonight is to be a student of your industry, keep writing, um, and then just to have to put that hustle behind the passion that you have. Yeah, that's what I've definitely gained from this interview with you, oh, thank Vanessa. You. Um, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> The doors are definitely going to open up for you. And did you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with
1: listeners? I just want to thank you for having me. Thank you. Anybody who stayed till the end and read it. Thank you. Anybody who who goes on and reads my work. Um, My real goal is to just inspire and sell books. And I want to inspire for free and encourage for free and coach for free and sell my books. And I'm hoping to get people to gravitate towards me, to want to read my writing, to be intrigued by my um, by my story and um, by my journey and, and want to see me in the creative nature. Um, so that, that's all I want is thank you. And if, you know, and support and read and message and reach out, collaborate. I, you know, I go live with people all the time. I talk to people all the time. I showcase not just writers, but artists and painters. And, you know, we share followers with each other, which is really important. So, and just keep doing that, do that for others. You know, Definitely. even if you have... You know, 23 followers, you know, you can be somebody who some, you know, you can, your following can, even though it's so small, can go on to somebody else. There's a show that I just started watching with a really good actor. I mean, he blew me away in the TV show. And I went to his Instagram and he only has 3000 followers and he's currently on stars right now. So it really, none of that matters. The, yeah. the, the, the 300 likes versus the 10 likes, the, the, the 10,000 followers versus the 3000 followers. None of that really matters. It's really what you're putting behind that. Definitely. So, um, don't follow that. Don't clock that. Um, just keep putting out and, and, and it, it, it just will it'll turn around definitely definitely well we yeah. thank you so much
0: for joining us tonight miss Vanessa You're welcome.
1: this is really fun thank you
0: <laughs> definitely you guys make sure that you go out and support um, a writer's vibe you can head over to her website you can also go ahead and connect with her on social media um I look forward to reading those books it definitely sounds motivational um I can't wait to check them out. I used to read fiction books all the time. So I have to get back into into them. And I think that's where we're going to start. <laughs> cool,
1: yeah, it's the entertaining part of it. You know, you want to nurture yourself, but you also need to entertain yourself. And, and that's kind of what I try to bring to the tables. Your little bit of entertainment, your spice, your your let go, let your mm-hmm. hair down and just get into the story. So it's just great. We're going to see each other, you know, more on Instagram and keep, you know, collaborating and sharing. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you and your podcast and everything you're doing. And thank you. And yeah,
0: let's keep growing, girl. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on a Grace for Purpose podcast. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe, share this episode. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.